Welcome to the Take Back Your Territory podcast. My name is Lindsay Wenland. These podcast episodes are not just about education, but also transformation. With a biblical perspective, you will learn how to reclaim your life over the power of food and step into a victorious way of living your life to glorify God. As a master coach in holistic health, I'm not just here to talk about the body or the spirit, but coach you as the whole person that you are, spirit, soul, mind, and body. For more information about the Food Freedom book and coaching program, head over to TakeBackYourTerritory.com and follow on social media at TakeBackYourTerritory. Now, let's get started. Good morning, or wherever, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Welcome to episode 93 of the Take Back Your Territory podcast. I've heard from... Um, several people over this Thanksgiving weekend um, about needing help and needing coaching and how Thanksgiving has kind of set them into a cycle of overeating, emotionally eating, and binge eating. So today's episode is about holiday recovery. Um, The first thing that I want to acknowledge is that this can be a really scary place. Um, going off the rails, feeling out of control, kind of eating everything in sight, and wondering if you're ever going to be able to stop is a scary place. Um, so I just want to validate your feelings. I want to acknowledge those feelings. Um, and yes, that's, 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 a, that's a true thing. I remember... Um, I was at once over 300 pounds, Um, 306 was when I stopped weighing myself, so I know I was heavier than that. Um, But I was on like a nine month journey to, this was back in the early 2000s, um, to get the weight off. And I had put 100 pounds on in about six months, so there was a a dramatic um, shift in my health and in my weight and in my gene size. And I had begun to start to lose weight, and I was on this journey for about eight months, and I had dropped about 60 pounds. And it wasn't easy. It was very hard. Um, But it was Easter of that year that just having one holiday meal, just going off my diet basically for one day, um, set into motion two years of not being able to stop. So I see you, I know what you're feeling like, and um, I'm here to help. So let's just think about, let's think about this in, in a few different ways. Number one, you can go ahead and forgive yourself if you um, made agreements with yourself that you weren't gonna eat this or you weren't gonna overeat that or whatever. Go ahead and forgive yourself for that. Um, when we make agreements with ourselves, whether it comes to diets or plans or I'm not going to eat this or I'm not going to binge on this, whenever we make agreements and we break those agreements with ourselves, just like if this was in another relationship with someone else, you would, you would lose trust in yourself. 
So the first step would be to forgive yourself. Um, the second thing that comes to mind is that you are allowed to leave behind everything in yesterday. You are allowed to leave behind your choices. You're allowed to leave behind the actions and the choices that you made over the last four days. You are allowed to leave those in yesterday. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 says that his mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness to us. Um, every single day we have new mercy. Every single day we have more choices or more chances to make better choices. Um, so leaving your choices in yesterday, taking a really deep, big breath, and resetting today is very helpful. So practically, let's think about this practically. Um, today is November 29th. We have less than a month before Christmas, and then there's New Year's. And most people, it is on an average that most people will gain an average of eight pounds over this holiday season. Um, and that is a normal person. That's a normal person. But if you are an emotional overeating binge eater, you could gain 20 pounds over the holiday season. And that is not unheard of, um, especially in my life, because I could put on 20 pounds in, in two weeks. It's, it's not, it is what it is. Um, so developing a plan between today and even New Year's and then readjusting accordingly. Let's just say you have five weeks um, between now and New Year's and then we can readjust things, you can relook at things and you can um, make adjustments. So what you can do um, as some, some groundwork today is you can look at your habits. You can look at was everything going fine and Thanksgiving came and you just kind of came off the rails? Um, were you provoked emotionally? Are you not taking care of yourself emotionally? Um, was your eating out of control before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving was just kind of an excuse to go off the rails? really come into truth. Um, being aware of, of who you are and what you do and what you're doing and what it will lead to is one of <clears throat> the most powerful things that we can have is self-awareness. Um, so you can go ahead and look back and, and investigate What's, what's been going on in your heart? What's been going on in your life? What's been going on in your stress? What's been going on in your eating? And just become aware. Just recognize your patterns. Recognize your cycle. Recognize your habits. Without judgment and without shame. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. probably hear other people talking. My family's getting ready for school and work, and um, I just wanted to get this sent out to you today. So, after we recognize, you're going to create for yourself a boundary. Um, and this isn't a boundary that is um, in the spirit of restriction or condemnation or judgment 
or shame or um, or diet culture honestly this is a boundary that says I've recognized what I'm doing is not is not working for me I'm I recognize that if I continue doing this it's only going to create a larger problem for me um, putting a boundary in place for yourself when it comes to food is crucial and we don't set boundaries in a place of fear or in a place of um, <clears throat> trying to lose weight or anything like that if you are trying to lose weight um, I suggest healing from emotional eating healing from binge eating first and then going after weight loss because you will need the tools that you learn while you're healing to to be able to set you up for success with weight loss later so um, let's say <clears throat> you put on a few pounds over Thanksgiving or over the last couple of weeks that's fine it's fine this is completely natural completely normal it's winter like it's fine just release yourself from the expectation just now just release yourself from that expectation but let's also have a boundary in place so when we're creating a boundary for our food we are creating this from a place of identity from who we are who you are in Christ um, who you are to God who you are as a woman who you are as a mother this who you are what my food boundary looks like is um, I am a woman of self-control and I do not eat unless I'm hungry and I stop when I'm satisfied I am a woman who has self-control I eat when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm satisfied I have a few other boundaries where that play into this declaration that play into this uh, identity rooted boundary is that I generally eat two to three meals a day um, I don't eat according to a clock I don't eat according to when other people are eating because usually I'm not hungry when other people are hungry my body seems to work in kind of a natural time zone I'm hungry generally between like 10 and 4 and so um, eating between those times is what works for me. One of um, the fruits of the Spirit that we have in God is self-control. Um, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And I've met a lot of people who've said, you know, I have all of those other fruits but self-control is not one of them. Um, and it's, it's funny to say, it's funny to think about, um, but in reality, the way that emotional eaters, binge eaters, overeaters, it looks like we're out of control with food. But it's actually how we control. It's how we control our emotions. It's how we control what's going on inside of ourselves. It's how we protect ourselves. It could be um, old survival mechanisms from my childhood. So you're not out of control. You're actually in control. Um, 
So I just want to throw that out there. <clears throat> Another note that I want to put in here um, is that bondage, when you're in bondage to something, it will tell you that you don't have a choice. Bondage says that you must always choose the bondage, that that's your only choice. But the truth is, is that you fully have a choice not to eat the leftover pie, not to um, gorge on candy. You have, it says in, I believe, Second Peter 1-3, you have everything you need for life and godliness. You also have the Holy Spirit deposited in you. Um, and he can... He can help you make choices. He can show you how much strength, how much power you actually have. Okay, so we make declarations based on identity. I am a child of God that eats blank. I am a woman who eats blank. I am um, beloved and therefore I eat blank. And really, you're just kind of setting the stage for what you will and will not allow yourself to do over the next, let's say, five weeks. Now, I have a lot of holiday parties. My seven-year-old is turning eight. We have her birthday party. I have a small group party. We have Christmas with my family. Uh, we're seeing my family in Iowa. We have basically um, five or six different engagements where all of us are going to be congregating and collecting around food. And what I've learned in getting free is that it feels so much better to leave um, a celebration holding on to my boundaries and being free and not bringing home or bringing to bed with me the shame and the guilt for making my choices. It is a Monday. Um, it feels so much better to leave a celebration, to leave a holiday, to go home or go to bed or, you know, put the leftovers away or, or, or kiss the last person goodbye or maybe just, um, maybe just knuckles because COVID, um, being fully in self-control, bringing shame, bringing self-judgment, bringing more self-harm, it, it certainly doesn't bring any more life to the party. I've gone to bed so many times with regret. Why did I eat that? Why did I do that? Why did I eat so much? Um, and overeating in the moment may feel like this is all I have, may feel like this is my answer in the moment. But the damage that it does to you in that hour or five hours or ten hours of eating, whatever window it happens in, could take three or four days to release the inflammation that happened, to kind of get to feel right in your body again and in your emotions. And the more times that this happens due, due to neuroplasticity, the more times that we kind of fall into using food, um, the more times that we will. 
So by standing, by saying, I'm not going to do that, I'm going to go through you know, one of the hardest seasons of the year. Um, and during a time of, of great emotion, during a time of stress, during a, ti- during a time of unrest and worry, um, I didn't eat. I didn't overeat. And you can be proud of yourself. Okay, so setting a boundary is a great is a great first step. Um, but creating an action plan to work this out. Now, I am a woman who only eats when I'm hungry and stops when I'm satisfied. So what does this actually look like? This looks like I eat two to three meals a day. This looks like I create a plate that has protein first um, with complex carbohydrates and a little bit of fat because I go after satiety. I go after each one of my meals, um, nourishing my body, giving me energy rather than making me feel lethargic and like I need to go take a nap um, and make sure that I drink enough water, make sure that I get enough exercise. All of these different action things go, um, or are they're, they're rooted into my declaration, they're rooted into the boundary that I have in place. Now, that is something that will just become natural to you. And we can talk about your why, we can talk about your why not, we can talk about a vision, envisioning um, if you held to this boundary for the next five weeks, what that would look like, um, how that would feel, what it would feel like in your body. That would be your why. And then we can envision if you didn't create a boundary or if you continued going down this path of using food kind of excessively, um, where that will land you five weeks from now. And we think about these things in two different lights because that's reality. Those are the two choices that you have. You know, Deuteronomy 30 says, before I set behold you life and death, choose life. Um, that we have a choice in everything that we do. Um, it is only our addictions that say that we don't. It is only the voice of the enemy that says that we don't have a choice. So you um, create your boundary, root it in your identity. This this is what I'm going to do for the next five weeks. And root it not in fear, not in shame, not in pride, not in restriction. Root it in compassion for yourself. Um, compassion comes up and says, how can I take care of you? Compassion comes up and says, you know, I know that you're feeling this way, but it would be better if you called a friend or you called your coach or you went for a walk than it would be for you to head into your pantry. Compassion does not come alongside you and eat the cake with you. Compassion calls you higher. And the voice of compassion is always going to be the voice of Christ. It's always going to call you up, not call you out. Um, it's always going to cause you to think higher, to come up higher, to take a beak, to take a breath, and to take care of yourself well. So think about your boundary, think about your declaration, think about your plan that you're going to do over the next five weeks, and come into self-control, come into to some discipline, learn how to sit in the resistance, learn how to go to the store feeling all of the anxiety and not eating. I look at everything now as a test. 
and I'm a girl who wants to pass the test. And um, I am a girl who passes the test. That is part of my identity. That is part of who I am. So when it comes to eating for Christmas, um, having a boundary, having a plan for your holidays is great. And part of your plan, part of your boundary could be like, on this day, I don't have any boundaries. On this day, I eat whatever I want. I eat as much as I want. It doesn't matter. That is totally fine. <clears throat> if that's your boundary, that's great. And the reason that I'm saying it's great is because for a few years, I headed into Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, the Valentine's, my birthday, Easter, <laughs> and I was living in restriction where I wouldn't let myself have treats and pies and cake and everything, even not even one serving, not even one slice, not even one bite. And in restriction, because I restricted, I binged more. So by allowing yourself to have these things to celebrate and, and to just acknowledge this is the time of the year, you know, I'm probably only going to be eating pumpkin pie once or twice a year. That's on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm going to have a piece of pumpkin pie, and that's totally fine. Because this technically isn't a relationship with food. It's a relationship with yourself. It's how you're relating to yourself, how you're taking care of yourself, how you are caring for yourself, honestly, um, it, what this is coming down to. So I need to end this here. Um, I am hoping I am praying that you will find some freedom here today. Um, the book is almost finished. The coaching program is launching in January. If you can't hold out that long, let's have a one-on-one. -on -one. I am doing free one-on-ones from here until basically December, I don't know, 17th. And then I'm completely off to take time for my family. Um, but if you need help now, um, please find me on social media, send me an email, send me a DM, and I would love to help you. Um,